Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. We just had to get to a certain level of consistency with our play, be more opportunistic, really, really uh, emphasize taking the ball away, which is, you know, one of our calling cards, so to speak. And um, the guys have been doing a tremendous job with that. The takeaways that we've been able to to get, those things have really helped us. This is Bill's defensive line coach, Eric Washington. Emphasizing takeaways? Yeah, that would be a bonus if you can get some takeaways from the Kansas City Chiefs coming up here Sunday evening in Orchard Park. We welcome in from 13 Wham Sports, Buffalo Plus, Dan Fates in the sports bar. And uh, boy, Dan, I think the story for for the Bills going into this game is, you know, you went into that Pittsburgh game relatively healthy. You're you're coming out of that Pittsburgh game, a mash unit. Got a lot of guys missing practice here on a Thursday. And I kind of want to go through the importance of each of them because you have the potential here to be dealing with some backups that haven't seen a lot of game uh, game time in your most important game of the season. Yeah, I think the most important one is Taron Johnson. Obviously, it's not a hot take to say that the Bills' second team All-Pro, the only All-Pro on the roster, is just massive. He's massive to their passing game. He's massive to their running game. He's massive to their blitzing game and their pressure. He's the most important piece. The other one, to me, for ranking the most important players to get back on the field, I think Terrell Bernard may be a long shot this week. I think he would be number one. Um, but... I do think that Tyrell Dodson returning to practice is a step in the right direction. Quietly, he's had a really, really good season filling in and, and, and being that something linebacker. He's been pretty good in coverage, all of those things. You can't have two backup linebackers. Or, or, or where, were, where were the Bills at at the end of that game? Because they were down their top four corners and their top three linebackers. So to get him back on the field would also be just a massive boost. So those are the ones I'm looking at. And I thought Rasul Douglas would play last week. Um, I know at practice today, he did have a brace on his knee, but I think he's also coming back as well. Yeah. So with Douglas um, back, perhaps uh, not having Benford there, I, yeah. I, you know, Dane Jackson has been serviceable. He's been in many of these matchups against Kansas City, but is he a corner that Patrick Mahomes would go after here, Dan? Yeah, he can go after him, but right now, Dane Jackson may be playing the best football of his career right now. And, and to call him serviceable, I think it's a little disrespectful to Dane. And I have called Dane the ugly penny at times because the Bills can't seem to get rid of him. And he hangs around. And then when he gets his opportunities, he plays really well. 
So, look, I went back and I was watching the last two games, and, and the way that Dane Jackson, the way that he played in Miami was just outstanding. When Rasul Douglas, who he said he wanted to come back into that game, but said that Dane was playing so well, he didn't feel like he had to push it. And then, obviously, again, Dane Jackson is the seventh-round pick out of Pitt. We always forget about him, and that when he went in the game, I was like, oh, yeah, Dane's still on the team. And then he makes two pass breaks up. He gets a big uh, fourth-down pass break up um, before the last drive there of the Steelers game. He's probably playing the best that he has. And again, we can talk about all these injuries on defense, but I'm not, I'm just not scared of the chiefs offense. I'm just, I'm just not. Mm. And the way that I don't think there is another coordinator or coach in this league that I would want right now calling a defense other than Sean McDermott. And that's a really good thing that he didn't fire himself <laughs> earlier this season, because good thing he didn't, because this defense with all their injuries is playing at an insanely high level and a confident group, no matter who is out there? Because, guys, I thought they were about to call us up in that game on Sunday or on Monday night because they were just so banged up. I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at these guys going, these are guys that haven't played since preseason, and they're playing in a massive playoff game and holding their own. Enough to get it stopped. I know the Steelers' offense isn't good, but they had third, fourth, and fifth stringers out there at least being serviceable and holding the Steelers down. So let's uh, dive a little bit deeper here into the defensive side of the ball for the Bills because the, the injuries are going to be a concern. And if things don't go their way, you've already baked in an excuse as to why things didn't go your sure. way, right? Oh, we were playing with our third and fourth string linebackers. What do you expect? But you did invest in the defensive line. The defensive mm-hmm. line is, from what we can tell, relatively healthy. And you're going to need that defensive line to step up in a big way because there's one different. There's a difference in, in the lineup for Kansas City this game versus when these two teams played you know, just over a month ago, and that's, yeah. that's Isaiah Pacheco. So talk a little bit about how important the defensive lines play is going to be here in terms of stopping that run game of Kansas City. Yeah, and Pacheco, when the Bills played them, like we said, I think it was a little over a month ago, the Bills didn't have Daquan Jones. So now they've got Daquan Jones back. They've also had Linval Joseph, who played well, I thought, in the interior as well as you know, kind of giving a break, but Listen, Tim Settle played pretty well against the Steelers. You had Ed Oliver doing his thing, as always. And then you have, you know, A.J. Vanessa back healthy, who got injured on the first series of that Chiefs game in Kansas City. And then you have Greg Rousseau, who I think should have been a pro bowler, is, should have been nominated for at least some all-pro team, in my opinion. What he's done, obviously his numbers are really good. He got sacks and things like that. But his tackles for losses, the way that he's impacted the the rushing game, I thought has been incredible. So if there is a unit of the Bills' defense that's healthy besides the safeties, which, well, hopefully they get Taylor Rapp back, it's the health that's on the defensive line. So if there is one silver lining of all these injuries, at least right now it doesn't seem like it's at the defensive line, which, again, Pacheco runs angry. We know that. They're going to need to rely on him. they got to take it away. You gotta. It's crazy to say make Patrick Mahomes beat you, but just don't let Pacheco be the one to do it. Yeah. Um, 13 Whams, Dan Fates joining us. Pacheco being a, a difference from that December game. Here's another difference. The setting. Yes, we've been talking a lot about this, and I just want to get your take on this because it was funny, uh, Dan. I was right next to Catalana talking to Ed Oliver game, and Ed knew instantly, like they all knew, hey, we're bringing Kansas City here. And you could see he's he's talking about how he knows Kansas City. It's almost like a home to him. It's great to get him here. How does this play out? I mean, I, because on the other end, you could say, well, I'm sure the Chiefs players and the coaches and everybody else in organizations being told, hey, you've never gone on the road here in, in the postseason. It's a new challenge for them, too. 
Yeah, it's it, it kind of comes across as like it's almost disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes, but like he just hasn't had to. Like that's part of the reward of being as good as the Chiefs have been for the last five to six years. Um, but it doesn't mean that he can't. It just means that he's never done it. And I think that the Bills are licking their chops at this. Now, on the flip side, I think that adds extra pressure to Buffalo. We were just talking right now in the, in the sports office. The biggest game in Western New York in 20 years? You know, like, like national media, attention, all these things. This is what you wanted. We talked about it on our Buffalo Plus podcast this week, Mike and I. And I said, nobody remembers you don't build legacies on regular season wins. And it's great that the bills have beaten the chiefs the last three times in the regular season. That's great. Nobody cares about that. And you've always talked about getting the chiefs at home. And last year you got tripped up by the Bengals in your house. And now you wanted this opportunity with the chiefs. And because the chiefs are struggling, all these things, you're, it's like the dog that has chased, has been chasing the car for so long. You've now caught up to the car. So what are you going to do now? Because I would argue this is the biggest game of Josh Allen's career. This is the biggest game of Sean McDermott's career. And I know they played in the AFC championship game. It was different. That the, the Different period. The team was almost what felt like ahead of schedule. And they got blown out in that game. That was the first uh, Chiefs playoff game. They just weren't ready for that, that test. Now they've been studying. And this is what they've built this team for. And you're getting a team. And look. The Bills have the better roster. I'd argue right now they have the better coach. And I would argue right now they have the quarterback that is playing better. They're expected to win this game. They should win this game. I'm pretty confident in that they will. But you add in all of this pressure. I expect Orchard Park to be electric. Deion Dawkins says that he's has expected to be the loudest crowd that he's ever been around. And it's nice the fact that nobody's asking them, how are you going to handle the, the snap count? How are you guys going to handle Arrowhead and all those fans? I have a hard time thinking Juwan Taylor is going to handle this atmosphere very well. I don't think they've experienced anything like this. And honestly, I don't think any of us have experienced anything like this probably since Catalano was covering the team in the early 90s. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're allowing ourselves to kind of visualize what the world looks like on Monday with the Bills win <laughs> and with the Bills loss. And I'm wondering, you know, there's a lot of conversation this week about the teams that were bounced in the wild card round and their head coaches and the futures of that mm-hmm. team. And I know Sean McDermott's in, in no way in any sort of trouble. Right. He's not on the hot seat. Any talk of that from the middle of the season when the Bills were losing, everything has been squashed because of this run that they're on right now. But, but if the Bills do fail uh, on Sunday and Kansas City gets over on them, are we having similar conversations about this coach the way you know Dallas fans are having about Mike McCarthy, a coach that can get you to a point but ultimately can't get you there? Yeah, I think you'd have those conversations. I don't know if they'd necessarily be warranted. Um, and, and it also depends, guys, how the game plays out. Like We're trying to sit there in this scenario like, do they get blown out 30 to 13? Well, then, yeah, I think there's a problem. Is it a 17 to 14 game down the stretch and the Bills have the ball late? Well, I, I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think what Sean McDermott has done and has proven this year, and I was skeptical about how I would think of Sean McDermott as a defensive coordinator. Again, I don't think I'd rather have anybody else calling a defense right now. And this was against a team, and trust me, my DMs during Bills games, I look at them and it's, everybody says, the, here, here he comes again. He's going to choke. He's going to choke. He's going to choke. Okay. He's shut down Patrick Mahomes in the last two drives in Kansas City. He absolutely 
skunked the Cowboys. He held the Dolphins in their high-powered offense in Miami. It was like they had him in Buffalo to 50-something yards in the second half. What more do you want Sean McDermott to do than go out there and put a helmet and pads on himself to prove to you that this guy's a damn good football coach? Again, you got to win Super Bowls. That is how you're judged. That's how Josh Allen is going to be judged. Because it's funny, we always talk about, oh, you know, Mahomes is 2-0 and against Allen in the postseason. That's a dumb stat because that 13-second game, Allen was perfect. He was the best you can play possible in a playoff game. He just lost. It happens. Like, I, I don't know what else you want me to say. And that was after the guys, that game, that was after he literally was perfect, the seven touchdowns, seven drives against Bill Belichick in New England. Yeah. Like, this is a guy that has risen to the occasions late in the year when he pretty much says, screw it, puts his body on the line, and has just been special in big moments. And I expect more special Josh Allen um, coming up here on Sunday night. Buffalo plus 13 wham. Dan Fates joining us in the sports bar. Now, I kind of agree with you. Pacheco is a big, big concern here. Uh, the Bills injury yep. is a big, big concern. What is your concern level, Dan, with the Buffalo special teams right now? Pretty high. Oh, absolutely pretty high. Yeah, um, that's probably the one advantage I would give to the Chiefs. Uh, I think you go position by position group, one side of the ball to the other coaching staff. I really, really like the Bills and pretty much all of them. Um, it's nice to see that uh, Sam Martin was limited today. That means he's progressing, um, however that works. I would like to think that Tyler Bass just had one of those days, like when I'm at the tee box and I just can't hit a driver, and it's just one of those days that no matter what, I'm just not hitting the club face uh, on the right spot. But Harrison Butker is a really good kicker. They've got weapons in the return game. We know how that works. We saw the Super Bowl last year, all of those things. Um, the Bills special teams doesn't need to be good, guys. It just can't cost them. That's how I look at the special teams. Anytime they're out on the field, just don't make a massive mistake and move on. Give the ball to Josh or give the ball over to the defense. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I mean, we, we could also, you know, inv- visualize a, a game where you don't even need your special teams, really. I mean, no, be cool. no punts, no field goals. I would, t- I would sign up for that tomorrow. Yeah, here's something. It's, Mike and I were talking about it on our podcast up on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel right now that we're strangely overly confident about this game. Mike said he was more worried about the Steelers game. I said I was more worried about the Miami Week 18 game hmm. just because I just didn't know what that offense could always do. I, you just never knew with Mike McDaniel and that mind and that setting that you could just be in a boat race with the Dolphins. And then Mike was worried about the weather and how that could ugly the game up for the Steelers. And if the Steelers play a Steelers-like game and the Bills kind of trip over their own shoelaces, what would happen? You're more confident about this game. I am. And that's, maybe that's what worries me. Here's what I went through and looked at today. Can you guys name how many playoff teams the Chiefs beat this season? Ooh. Okay. Mm, they lost the Packers. Correct. Okay. They beat Miami in the regular yep, season. Yep. Uh, who else? Let me see. They lost to Philly. Yep. All right. So they we, lost to Buffalo. You're, you're giving you're giving yeah. us uh, you're, yeah, you're teeing us up yeah, here. What, what's us down the path what's of, yeah. the record against playoff teams, Dan? Uh, two and four, and those two wins were both against Miami. They beat Miami. They lost to the Lions, the Eagles, the Packers, the Bills. Hmm. Like I, we keep thinking, and again, that Dolphins team that they beat at home in, in sub-zero temperatures, people are like, "Here comes the Chiefs!" Like they're the Golden State Warriors, and they're going to flip this switch with the you know the Splash Brothers. I just don't see it. If the Dolphins had any pulse and had any had three out of their six starters on defense, I think it's a much closer game. I, I I thought the Bills should be a four or five point favorite in this game. I, I really I think they're a much better team. I think you're getting a team that is legacy game vibes on the line. Hungry dog runs faster. All of these things, seizing the opportunity, all of those moments, and they're just playing better. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just see this game as I understand it's Patrick Mahomes, but you kind of if you took away those colors and you took away those helmets, would you be really scared about this team? I don't know. Uh, all right. So if we're allowed to to you know visualize what the world looks like if it goes poorly for the Bills, let's let's think about what it looks like if they win because we mm-hmm. can look ahead to next week and and man that sure. outcome of the Saturday afternoon game in Baltimore is going to mean everything. If the Bills win and Houston pulls off an upset, my god, we're hosting the AFC Championship game. That would be bananas. And and regardless if if it is Baltimore, uh, the the Bills traveling to Baltimore doesn't feel daunting, even though Baltimore has looked like the class of the NFL here the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. A couple of things. I just want to finish my point. Bills against playoff teams this year, six and one. Their only loss was to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there as well. Um, and looking at that other matchup on the other side of the AFC, Houston scares me. And I know, and like I said, I, I know you can look at some of these metrics and you can maybe overreact to like, well, wow, look at how good the Packers played, and look at how good this team played. Because in the season, they really weren't that good. The Packers have this vibe to me a little bit of like, we got a bad dude at quarterback. And if our defense, who's, which has been really bad this year, can be serviceable, we think they got a chance. And if you're Houston, you're the same thing. Their secondary isn't very good. Their defense is average. But they're thinking C.J. Stroud is a dude that can carry us no matter what. I, I, I was hoping, I really didn't want to face Houston in any kind of spot because I just thought they're a dangerous team that, Maybe 
is so ahead of schedule that they don't know what they don't know. Like they're too young and dumb to understand how good they could be. And if I'm Baltimore, I know they've been really good, but if there's been one kryptonite for that Baltimore team, it's the playoffs. So that's been Lamar Jackson's Achilles heel. And the stat for it here too, visiting teams playing number one seeds, they're 26, 14 and one against the spread over the last two decades. So like this thought of like, Oh, well they have extra rest and all these things that hasn't worked out really well for teams that have been playing three weeks between games because they had the bye and then they didn't play in week 18. So could there be a little bit of a sluggish start there for Baltimore and could Houston get hot and feeling confident? I don't know. But the, the thought of the bills hosting an AFC championship game isn't so far fetched to me. Well, does that add more pressure then? Because then you yeah. wake up Sunday morning. It's yeah. like, oh my God, you can't blow it then. Like it, yeah. this would be if if Houston wins that game, we're gonna wake up. Oh my gosh, today is the day they're gonna get by it, and then that would go off a cliff. That would be like <laughs> a Super Bowl loss if you lost to Kansas City, knowing that it was he laid out that last year. <sighs> last year we all said we we all thought, oh my gosh, they could host the Chiefs if they just took care of the Bengals. Yeah, and they no, did. that well that would have been neutral site. Oh, you're right. That would have been neutral right. site, but still. Right. You know, the, the pathway was there. Or the 13th second year, Dan, you would have been back home against Cincinnati that year. So, yes, I guess they've had these situations. All right, finish the sentence for me because every year, divisional round, you're going to get at least one road team. So the road mm-hmm. team you like the most this week to pull it off, Dan Fates, is? The Packers. Wow. I, 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 I know, and that defense stinks. Stinks with a capital S, and Joe Barry's a terrible defensive coordinator. But that offense right now is feeling something, and they may be a team that, again, is just too young and dumb to understand that they're not that good. And I don't know. That Niners team sometimes worries me. We know how Kyle Shanahan is. I don't know. I like... I don't really like either one of those number one seeds laying nine and a half points. Yeah. I don't think that's... I don't like either of those odds. I'm going to take the points on both of those other teams. Um, tease them up if you want, if you're really concerned about it. But I just think those games are not easy layups just because, well, Baltimore has been this good all season long. Well, it's not this season anymore. We, we've seen that. Like the Bills have proven that, like, we've seen other teams in wild cards get hot. And all of a sudden, you just have this level of swagger and this confidence. It's part of what the Bills have right now. Since this change to Joe Brady, since, you know, I remember Mitch Morris up at the podium. Gene, you were there too. After that Denver game, and Josh looked as despondent as I've ever seen Josh at the podium. And he just looked numb. And Mitch Morris said, this is when good teams come together. And we're all like, this team's dead. This team has nothing. Hmm. And all of a sudden, we went to Philly, and they had life. And I know they lost that game, but I thought, man, they were a really good team that game. And I said, they're going to come back. And Mike was the first one to say it. He goes, they're going to go to Kansas City and win. They're going to beat Dallas. They're going to win the division. And they're going to go in the postseason as the division champs. And they have. And this is, like I said, this is the most physical, complete team that I've seen for the Bills that they can have. The Chiefs' weakness, they have a really good defense. I really like their defense. Their weakness is running the ball. James Cook, this offensive line, is built more than it's ever been for Josh Allen to them to run the ball down the Chiefs' throat in a game where they can play some bully ball. Think of the Cowboys game. That's what I want to see here. Dan, what are you, Mike? Jenna working at it, uh, buffaloplus.com and 13 Web Sports here leading up to the game on Sunday that we can check out. Yeah, we had the podcast up yesterday. We uh, have our live show on 13 Wham ABC tomorrow, 730. Mike, Jenna, and I will be breaking down the game. 
Mike's talking to some people from Kansas City tomorrow. That will be up on the channel. My best bets will be up there. And then obviously, if you want to catch up anything from the week before, um, Mike, Jen, and I have our recap of uh, the game against the Steelers. Dan, um, little off topic, but maybe not. How would you get somebody, a superstar, into the stadium? There is no VIP entrance. Like if Taylor Swift, she, she's, she's going into the players' tunnel. That would be the only way, right? Yeah, they'd have to lead her through the back of the stadium. Like there's only like that's the craziest thing about Highmark Stadium. Like, and that was another thing too about all this snow you're talking about. Like, what if there was a serious injury? Like when you had all that snow around, like you got to get things in and out of the field. Like there's one tunnel. I don't think people understand that as much that how rare that is for a stadium. Um, but yeah, there's only one way in and out. Oh, I, I I just want her to get the Takeo spikes treatment. Give her that sweet. And let's, Ooh. let's call it an afternoon, Dan. Uh, yeah. Appreciate your time as always, bud. Enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, we'll talk to you next, uh, hopefully next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it as always. BuffaloPlus.com. That's Dan Fates stopping by the sports bar. All right, Bills fans, you got to feel pretty good after that conversation. Dan is high on this team, really high, and not as high on Kansas City as some people are. Yeah, and pointing out the fact that, like, we, we how many times did we say that about the Dolphins? Oh, you haven't beaten anybody. You haven't beaten anybody. Okay, Kansas City's beat Miami. No one else this season. <laughs> Yeah, they've struggled against playoff teams. The Bills, pretty good against playoff teams. One loss, and that was to the Eagles on a kick. That, on a 59-yard yeah. field goal in the rain. Yeah, Right. Uh, not too bad. Appreciate Dan Fates stopping by and sharing his thoughts on Sunday night's divisional round matchup at Highmark with the Chiefs coming into town. Happy hour is next in the sports bar. We've got a round of shots. We've got time for your calls. You know what? We can start taking your predictions now. 585-866-4FAN. I know that there's still some lingering injury concerns, but really, which way are you leaning? 866-4326. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.